welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Rick and Rich. <laughs> oh, oh and the professor. Ooh. Welcome to the microbrew review. I'm not actually going to pretend to be you all night. Oh, damn it. He doesn't have that the wit to be you all night. Touche. I don't have the pun. Mm. The pun technology. This is episode 113, and already we're starting off upside down, yo. Yeah, we're going crazy. We're doing the <laughs> yin-yang beers. Mm-hmm. That's not true, though. No. We are doing the beers that we could find in our collection that would not completely offend, upset, or somehow make Rich Lee not want to hang out with us anymore. And on that note, we're going to start off with the craziest triple IPA we could find. <laughs> Yay! Well, if it's anything it. like the last time I had IPAs, if I bitch about it enough, I'm going to get a sweet bourbon podcast for like three in a row. So I'm going to continue to do nope. that. Nope. Damn it. This is all you get. You're going to love it. You're going to hate it. There's Can't a life lesson in there, Ian. Do we reward bad behavior? We do. He's yeah. given, he's told us that we reward yeah, bad I behavior. Yeah, I flat out stated you reward bad behavior and after he's the last not time. wrong. <laughs> to be fair, you are doing us a favor, so it doesn't seem like Oh, hmm, you mean because we give him lots of to... delicious, expensive beer and a free dinner and he's doing us a favor? Is that what I hear? Well. Wow. That's complete favor. I mean, come on. You want one more? Yeah, why not? It's a Friday Ooh, night. Really? All right, what's being? Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> smells delicious. There are not many triple IPAs in this world that I know of just yet. Well, the last triple IPA we had was also the first triple IPA we had. Correct. Which, which was is the wild. Green Flash. The one that tasted like vomit. It tasted a little bit like vomit, but it was good afterwards. It, it was, was good afterwards because it was so strong that once Ian had enough, he didn't care. That's not what it was. My <laughs> taste buds just needed to acclimate to the triple. Or get numbed by it. That's so this too. one uh, is from Knee Deep Brewing Company. Knee Deep and... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sorry. we've already I had I haven't even a, tried it yet. Yeah, okay. It's called Simtra, which I thought was a really interesting um, combination for what we like to talk about so on the podcast. So I've seen it like three or four times because we haven't, it's been sitting around for a little bit, but we haven't had it. And every time I see it, I just think this? Sumatra. I bought this on Wednesday. Well, then I've seen it in bottle shops. Okay. Because every time I see it, I'm like, oh, Sumatra. And then I read it, I'm like, that's not a coffee beer. Is it like Simcoe? No, it's Simcoe and Citra. Oh. Right, which Simtra. makes perfect sense. Yes. So it's a triple India Pale Ale, not meant for aging. Enjoy this triple fresh, which is why it's on tonight. I'm sorry, Richly, because on the side it says that it was bottled on the 22nd of December. So That is all right, because um, I don't know if I even talked about this at one of the last podcasts I was on, but when I cracked open some of the beers that were requested by the beer mistress to girlfriend Kathy for a Christmas gift many moons ago, uh, we had cracked open a couple of bottles one night, and there was a IP, an IPA from Maine Brewing Company yes. that I didn't realize on the back of the bottle it said, drink within six months of bottling. <laughs> Mind you, I had gotten it in December. It was bottled in April, and we drank it in January a year later. <laughs> Wowza. And how was it? It was delicious, actually. <laughs> it was awesome. actually very, very good. And it was like it was an IPA that I went, okay, Okay, maybe I should age my IPAs, even though every brewer would probably smack me in the face for that tone, but... This is my best attempt at a disapproving look. Oh, that was a disapproving I know. I know it's wrong. As a beer drinker, I understand that's horribly, horribly wrong. I just give myself wrinkles to teach you this lesson. I know. <laughs> You're not teaching him anything. He's just obstinate. Yeah, it's, it's come on. As, we, as we've tried many times, I've tried IPAs up and down the front. It's just a matter of really getting one there, because I can appreciate them. I just... Um, have you guys ever heard of Knee Deep Brewing Company? Because I have not. It just No, I, it just makes me think of like a lot of jokes though. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. Like, ah, um, oh, I'm knee deep and Yeah. Uh it's 
it's in Auburn, Placer County, California. It's going to be Placer or something that someone out there is yeah, going to be like, it's not Placer. gosh, beer mistress, what the what? It's 11.25% ABV and 131 IBUs. I so. quite like this. I don't think it tastes like a triple. Well, and I have to be honest, and this is why we need to rely on our old buddy Berlin. You know, what is the difference? We know the difference between a single IPA and an imperial IPA. Where does the triple come in? Like, what is that magic number or what is that hop ratio or what is it that makes it a triple? Tell us, Berlin. Tell us. On our Facebook page so you we should, can share well, it with the world, Why don't you please? just come join us on a podcast next That time. too. And bring some more of that bourbon aged barley wine that I had so many years. Oh, oh. yeah. Hey. I, wish, I wish there was a secret stash of that hiding out somewhere that we could drink at any given moment. In your backyard? Shh. Under five it's, feet of... It's buried concrete. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in case of zombie apocalypse, it's dig that up and drink until you don't notice that they're eating so you your don't flesh. Care. You're yeah. Like, I'm yeah. so drunk. And I'm Who's on my arm? <laughs> uh, okay, you can have that arm. It's cool. You can have this arm, but you I can't need this, this one because it's holding my beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's holding my beer, ma'am. Yeah, it hurts a little bit, I think. I don't know. Should that hurt? It hurts. I mean, it looks like it should hurt. If you turn, can you still drink? That's an important question Does it matter? before Does you it finish. Just, like, run through you? All right, just take the arm. I'll I'll be like Herschel. I'd be great if you just took the arm, but I could still be drunk. So this beer on Wednesday was on the end cap at Wegmans, and there was a man with like four carts of beer going around filling everything because I guess Tuesday's a major day for you know stocking up. Yeah, that's well, probably a bar day actually. He yeah. probably worked for a place. I don't think he was just like, hey, let me stock my home. No, I mean. He works for Wegmans, and he was stocking the Wegmans uh, shelves. I thought, didn't you text me the other day and say somebody in front of you had like $2,000 worth of booze in their cart? Yes. At Wegmans? No. That I was, was, like, was two really... different unrelated okay. stuff. Oh, I was I say, I, the way I, those I, filled in together, I would have been like, how how many carts and how much did he fill in one and cart? And you only allowed 192 ounces at a time. Yeah, so I was really impressed there. Did we mention the ABV on this yet? Yes. Yes. Eleven point two five. Really. One hundred and thirty-one IBUs. It's a lot for honestly how easy at least it's a triple. It, it seems to be going down. So you don't hate this, do you? It's no. It's not terribly hated. It's not what I would pick out, as we know. I don't. I don't hunt for the but IPAs. You're, but you're growing. But you would finish it. Yes. Because I've had beers that I would only have a sip or two of and be like, "That was lovely to try. Thank you." I think Jason might like it. I think it's. Really As a nice. hop head, I think you mm-hmm. really might like so it. So what do we know about this knee-deep brewing company? That they're kneedeepbrewing.com, and they're in California, which is not unsurprising based on the, shall we say, hop-forwardness of this particular beer, which is the understatement of the century. Um, I'm going to call it much more pleasant than the last triple IPA that we had. I want to try it again. It does not, in fact, taste like bile. I had it. <laughs> I had it on that draft. Was, that was the overwhelming. Really? I'm glad. I'm glad I missed that one. We bought it. it we like, bought a four it pack of vial. it. We're gonna try it again on the 21st of March. We bought extra. We might not try it, but somebody will be. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the bile taste test. But as far as with California, I know. Um, like I was surprised even when I was in San Francisco that I didn't realize that like 21st Amendment's right in downtown, and there's so many sure breweries out there. And I know. There's one that I'm intrigued to try that my friend had pointed out to me. I don't know if they're on the East Coast yet, but Absolution that he started going to. Out around, he's 
just outside of San Diego, and I'm trying to think where, and he's going to yell at me if he if I suggest this podcast. Be like, hey, I mentioned you in that Absolution Brewing that you go to, and he's going to be like, why did you come to the right? Louisiana, where did you come up with? I know, no, it's California. I know for a fact it's California, but uh, he's been frequenting there around uh, around there. There's been a lot. He said a lot of really really good um, microbreweries popping up around that area. So. It's, I definitely pick up Simcoe a whole lot more than I pick up any citrus anything. Um, it's not, it's obviously not straight up Simcoe. Like, it doesn't have the double Simcoe, very resiny, piney taste that, that we get on that one. But for being as hop forward as it is, it's not just, yeah, I'm surprised. And I, yeah, Am the I citrus, I'm not, it, no, I, I'm very, I really like this beer. <laughs> um, so here's the story that came with it. It's a, it's not that dynamic of a story. But I was, I went to the store to pick up a couple bottles of Curio. So look, I brought this back to somewhere you feel comfortable. Hey. Um, because we are, we're doing an extreme beer dinner, and for dessert, I wanted some Curio. Mm. And while I was there, I realized that it would be a Friday night podcast, so we could get a little reckless and do some high ABV mm. stuff. <laughs> and so I wanted to look around. And the man with like three carts and they were like actual cases of beer stacked on a cart. He was there as a Wegmans employee refilling the shelves. Let me be clear <laughs> since apparently that got apparently a Apparently Ian long. thinks that strangers restock the shelves <laughs> at Wegmans. That's very kind of them, really. Free labor for the win. Yep. Did you ever see, La- uh, what was that? No. He like, it was... <laughs> Can I finish my story while yeah, you yes. remember the parts of Ponder. Um, so he's filling up the end cap, and they have had so many leftovers. Like, they've overordered everything. Like, they had pumpkin from August until early February, and they still have, like, all of their chocolate beers out for Valentine's Day. And so this was, like, the one end cap that's actually changing, and so I was so excited to see what he was doing. And... With the way that it was, it was so deep that he probably had like a good two and a half cases of beer, like in one shelf. And as I turned the corner, I'm on the side now, so I can't see the front because he's filling up the front, but I see the side and I'm like, okay, I want to see what this is. And what I see is the tra, so the, you know, sim tra, and I'm like, he loves the tra. What is this? And I grabbed it and I saw triple IPA and I was like, done, this has to happen. Um the look on this man's face and I pulled it from like the back He's of like, the why shelf. Why would you do that? Yeah, well, because on the front Little did she know he working. was really OCD and just totally screwed him up. I don't know what the right answer was because on the front that's where he's working and that's like, you just put that down I'm going to take it. I mean, maybe the right answer was take it out of his stash of what he's pulling out of the box, but that seems rude. It's not on the shelf yet. Anyway, I pulled it from the back, and you would have thought I killed a puppy or something. Because if you pull it from the box, that makes his job shorter now. Basically free, right? Depends. Like, aren't people just killing puppies, like, as a job? So if you took a puppy, then no. (laughs) You're not good with humanity. (laughs) Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I'm really good at that. Guys, I've never played Cards Against Humanity. What? Yes. I know. Yeah, I've never played. Oh, well, right. But I might Podcasters, play we're breaking the, the professor's cherry tonight. You're going to break it? This I horrific. almost <laughs> choked on a triple IPA when yeah, you said yeah. we're going to break his cherry. <laughs> there are not many things for which you could say that that would make me choke that hard. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> you have excellent phrasing sometimes. Yeah. Phrasing. 
It's a gift. I don't know. Choking on a triple. There's a whole <laughs> different website for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the website is kneedeepbrewing.com. Knee deep in <laughs> if you want to choke in a triple, you can get knee deep, baby. So I like it. I do think it's extreme even for an imperial IPA. So I do understand why they chose to call it a triple IPA. It's also 11.25%. Which is crazy. It's awesome. That's delightful. It's very um, smooth. It is very Did smooth. you pack a pillow? I have some extras. Oh, we packed pillows. <laughs> I'm planning. I planned ahead. I yes. planned ahead. I wasn't sure. I'm gonna use your dog. <laughs> You're not killing my puppy. No. All right, we're just no. we're going that over this. That is not a puppy. <laughs> I might kill your dog. <laughs> but it was starting to smell like halfway through the night, so probably not. I bathed her today. <laughs> <laughs> bathed her. I did. I bathed her just so you would make that grumpy face. Sometimes I wish we did a video podcast just so you could see my grumpy face. <laughs> That's like the face I get when people be like, oh, I'm going to go drink a Budweiser. <laughs> Your nostrils flare. You get all I feel like there'd be a much more serious face than, oh, come on. There's more serious face than that if someone said they're drinking a Budweiser. It's not serious. No, that's all I can do because it's just because I know that they're mocking me and I know they're just like, they're digging at me. And it's but just there's that something about the curly cue of hair on his forehead. My Superman curl? Yeah. 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 How's that working out for you? Well, that's the point. It goes against the flaring <laughs> nostrils and the frowning mouth. Wow. So I gave myself wrinkles to make a point to Rich Lee, and you just gave a Superman curl to get people to stop drinking. Oh, my yeah. God. You see that? Just came right back. Quite, yeah, I can push it back, and then I can be like, ah, I got to be Superman real quick. I wish there was a sound effect for your hair flouncing further. <laughs> Right. But this would be a beer I would suggest to my IPA friends because I believe that they would enjoy this. Because it is, for an IPA, it is smooth for someone that isn't a non-IPA drinker. Would you drink this again? Ooh. My fire Paying one. for it or free? Free. <laughs> okay, we, 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 what the viewers, that was did, actually be the my listeners did not see uh, by viewing <laughs> was the beer mistress going, free, and the professor going, hmm. Well, I, I was going to have answer. a follow-up question of, the question was, would you drink this again? And I was expecting you to say yes, and then I was going to say, would you buy this? So he just, he... I pretty much, I jumped the gun. preempted. I yeah. preempted. Well, because it's, it's, a, it's an edit. <laughs> you preempted. Curls. <laughs> I'm just going to say the word every time. Curl. Curl. Uh, that'll be the sound effect. But um, <laughs> I, I think, like, if, if I would say at a party and this is all they had, yes, because, and, and I know that sounds... They have this and yingling. Well, I, I know mm, you drink a lot of Yingling. Uh, it would probably be this, just because I think I would want something that was a little more diverse. Because if all they other had was Yingling, I want to get wrecked. Because and, and 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 I don't want people to be discouraged by this with all the the praises that the both of you are giving this because this is coming from a non-IPA drinker. Which is the point we're looking for perspective. For perspective, I, just, I still just don't get that. I How just it, it, the, it, I don't know why the bitter just does not appeal to my palate. I don't Richly, get the. let me say this. We have a dinner coming up for a client who is, wait for it, allergic to hops. Do you know what that's doing for our, like, beer limitations? Also, he's a reformed vegetarian who now eats not red meat and can't eat cheese of any form. It's epic. It's 
epic. This is, oh, that is a, oh my God. You've like reached the final boss level there. You're like. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like we're going to unlock a, mis a mysterious new level. I feel like. You're like at the end of Contra in one life and you're like, all right, let's do this. It's, it's, it's a little bit of both. I feel like worst case scenario, he's going to be like, yeah, all of this was terrible, but also I can't eat any of this. So whatever. Best case scenario, he'll be like, what? This is amazing. I love food again. <laughs> stop being a vegetarian. He was just like, no red meat. I'm like, okay, fine. There's lots of fish and non-red meat. Also no cheese and no poultry and no... Hops. I'm like, this is beer. Are you also gluten intolerant? Like, let's Probably. just make, let's just serve you cider. Let's just finish let's the lid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everyone else can have beer and you get gin. But also I have to say too, we're, we're talking about the, the IPA too and the fact that it's Simcoe. Isn't there like, there's certain people that also have a aversion no. to Simcoe? Well, I Hops. mean... Yeah, we that don't, there's that. We no, don't like yeah, it. I think you might be one of them. <laughs> no, no, there's that. No, there's that thing where it's like where someone like genetically has like a taste bud. I, I think you're talking about cilantro. You are. You're or thinking cilantro. about cilantro. Yeah. No, there's one I thought that like if you drink like because I know my buddy can't. Anytime he drink, he likes hops, but usually uh, anything with Simcoe, it just tastes like cat urine. I've only had that once in my whole life, and even then, I don't even know that it was definitely Simcoe. All right. Okay. I finished my beer. I don't know who these guys are. Needeepbrewing.com. Like no, if only right. you had a I cell phone. I don't know who Needeepbrewing Company okay. is. I've never heard of them before. Mm -hmm. I've never had a beer of theirs before. Can I take a second to say, and when we were talking about whether or not he would buy it? Yes. Um, I would. How much was this? Less than $10 a bottle. Nice. I think it was somewhere around so like, like under a dollar per ABV. And yeah. apparently, this is the only beer they make. <laughs> They only make uh, beer. No, no, <laughs> no. Girlfriend Kathy was kind enough to look up their website uh, on her on her mobile, and uh, her it's flyers themed mobile. I it's uh, fairly simplified, and uh, this is the beer that comes right on the front page. They're like, "This is what we do, and we do it well. Let's just stop there." This is what you showed me. She's whispering, goes, "No, that's the beer. I found the beer." And I'm like, "Well, don't show me that. Is the main page? Thinking it's the main page." Okay, that's a little more diverse. Look at that. They've got a gold medal and something. And <laughs> they've got bottles. <laughs> they, have, they have a gold medal and bottles. <laughs> hey, play to your strengths. You're in California. I'm sure that you're great at smoking cannabis or something. Can you do that in California? Uh, yeah. Well, if it's northern California, they're, they're, they're chock full of cannabis. Lagunitas must be so pleased. <laughs> you're epic. All right. Okay, so I finished my beer. You guys are really lagging. I'm baby tomatoing the shit out of this right now. Uh, Sorry. That's fine. I'm, I, I'm chugging because I see there's good, there's beers that I like coming up. Yes. So I'm like, let's get to this. I advocate. Would you like me to help you out there? I, I will gladly have, drink. Like, two or three swigs of that. Two I'm, or three. Why don't we switch glasses? Yours is empty. I know. <laughs> Did you like this one? Yes. You don't seem to because you're like not drinking it. it. Well, that's because I wanted to like be able to make coherent <laughs> thoughts by the end of what, the What, you think if you drink it slower, it's going to make a difference? I think all you're doing is prolonging our podcast at that point, and we have plans for after. Okay, I really wish we could play Cards Against Humanity on the air, because I think, well, if as long as we could put that asterisk that's like, hey, all bets are off for Cover health. your ears, children under 21. <laughs> oh, wait, we do a beer podcast. Still don't get our rating system. What is wrong with this opener? It's tragically We horrible. have, like... I know, I picked the worst one, but I love this one the best. But it's the one from like 1972 that I used to use to open the... Oh. Uh -huh. It opened the first Asian one just words. fine. <laughs> Which, you sounded Asian? Oh. Wow. That was racist. So instead of Cards Against Humanity, we're going to get racially insensitive on the podcast today. And it wasn't me this time. I'm just going 
say that I get to look at who our listeners uh, are. That's good oh, pour. That's a delightful pour. That's so pretty. We have a lot of listeners in Europe, not oh. so many in Asia. So I'm not so worried about Yo, offending them. There's a lot of like cross pollination. pollination. <laughs> I was going to say pollination. Pollinasia? <laughs> there's a lot of cross Polynesians going around, you know. <laughs> No one remembers what I said now because you made it worse. Uh, Thank yep. you. Yep. That's what we're here for. That's really what you keep us around for. Guys, we have not been drinking before we started this podcast. No. We there had was not, dinner, though. There was not bourbon involved before this we podcast. We had a half a bottle of bourbon and dinner. That was at least half a bottle. Mm-hmm. So La Rules is the next beverage that Ian's going to tell you about while I chug this really quick. Read that. You, you have a new one in front of you. Okay. Epic. <laughs> so we actually featured this one as well uh, six months ago at Evan's party. No? Uh, November, yes. So four months ago. Uh, this is the La Rules Triple, which we've not really talked about before. So here is my, here is my life rememory involving, I said that knowingly and soberly. Okay. You know, soberly with an asterisk, but you get me. Um, good job. Yeah, go on. No, that looks awesome, though. Eighth time's the charm. Good for you. <laughs> nope. I kept it. So, as they say, I taste my memories. Ian, you missed your photo op. She, she wanted she to was ready to take a photo, a photo with you with the, perfect, with the perfect, you just, perfect pop there. Yeah, right. right. Come on, take a moment and do a shmarmy smile. That's right. And later we'll let you take a moment and do your disapproving face. It's cool. <laughs> So, oh, we're so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different picture. I know. Okay. This is a, oh. to describe this right now. We've got white coming out of the top of the bottle in an excited fashion. Yes. And Ian's face is equally as excited. So it's horrifyingly. Oh, 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 oh right over Take the tip. Downside. <laughs> All right. Guys, we are out of control. Yep. Um, Jason. We're knee deep, if you will. Oh, there you I go. Think, I think we're. That's <laughs> ah, gonna make something about the rules. Um, breaking the breaking, rules. Breaking the rules. Jason and I arrived in Las Vegas. We won our trip there. It was the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Oh. And we checked in, and I was all like, "I can't possibly sit here. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm starving." We've been on the road for how long? And we started walking up and down the strip, and the first place that we found that had a menu that didn't make him, like, turn up his nose, because, you know, Italian and certain things are, like, meh, was a fusion um, Asian-Mexican restaurant. And I could not at the time wrap my brain around an Asian-Mexican restaurant. I'm just thinking of, like, like, taco sushi. It was... Their dominant flavors were like spice and cilantro. Because cilantro works. And he liked that? Well, yeah, well, he ate Asian and I ate Mexican. And so when it wasn't I, really fusion. It was like, hey, you get this or that. <laughs> it was Whoa. like, welcome to options. Yes. <laughs> you want fajitas or sushi? <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. So the. Um, <laughs> Said Quagmire. <laughs> All right. The glass noodle thing that we make, the spicy mm-hmm. glass noodles with the um, avocado on top, is something and that the they had. Block. Correct. That's something that Ooh. they had at this particular restaurant. But as they put down the beer menu in front of me, 
the rules is what I ordered because I was like, oh, I love triples and I've never had that one before. So every time I see this bottle now, I think about being in Las Vegas. The hmm. label reminds me of like a magic card. It really, no, I think that's great. And it smells so much fruitier than a typical triple in it my opinion. It tastes very, I get a lot of honey. It's got like a passion fruit nose to it. Yeah, it does. The, the nose is really strong. This, I, I feel like for, for me, and I don't know if that's still the uh, IPA wearing on, wearing on my tongue currently, but the nose is a lot stronger than you get with the taste a little bit. So for as much as we are proponents of, say, like the Triple Carmelites and the La Fin du Mans of the world, they are super... They're much dry. They're like the dry champagne. Yes. Yes. According, like, or uh, compared to the the sweeter champagne. This is the Moscato. Mm -hmm. And that's... And the Prosecco. Yes. Um, so they're both the same style. They just happen to have different dominant flavors. Well, like IPA with the Simcoe or the Citra House. Exactly. Or, or, or both together, which is awesome. What the what? Knee Deep Brewing Company. It's so knee deep. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I want to Google SonyDeep.com. <laughs> and boy, Sony? what we're going to find. If you start with Sony, it's going to like skew the results. Well, so me deep. Cuddy. What do you think, Mr. No. I, I picked this for you. I advocated on your behalf. I thank you for advocating on my behalf. I'm pretty sure you wanted to do three IPAs tonight. I put out 12 beers and said, pick something for Rich Lee, and you went, we can't possibly. Yeah, I had to dig in the cabinet <laughs> to find this one. Mm, Compliments of Cal. <clears throat> that was our Christmas gift from Tria. Or Ooh. Cal, or both. I don't know. Canopy both. But as for uh, La, Ru La Ruse, um, I like it. It's, 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 as you said, it's, it's a little bit different. You're getting a lot more, I guess, sweetness than most. That I'm getting off from. I from liked it triples. with so the glass noodles had a very um, like sesame. There was like toasted sesame and uh, spice as well as like the creaminess of avocado. Mm -hmm. So I liked having the sweetness with that. Yeah. Um, and I get to look like is it like that? I can get more so that kind of almost honey consistency. I, I get a lot of honey off. Of and this it's bottle. a truly yeah. original Belgian. Not like your classic like in the plastic bear honey, but like no, <laughs> some That's sort not real of honey though. Right, that's oh, horrific. Uh, but some sort of regional honey, which depending on the the flowers nearby, you almost see like a lavender yeah, in there. That's or what something. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, or like almost like a lavender or like an orange, like a lavender right. orange in there. There's sure. a little sweetness. Sure. This is eight point four percent. So, I mean, for only being three percent less than the last one, totally different body. Not just because he's a man with a magic face. Ta -da. <laughs> Ta -da. He's like, he's I so excited beer. to find this bottle of Triple beer, which goodness. is great. Although, eight point, you said 8.4? Mm -hmm. Surprisingly low, I would think. I thought it would be uh, maybe... It's not bad. It's um, pretty high. We've just come a long way. Yes, but I met, much. I met the rep for Goose Island at an event a couple days ago. Goose Island or Imbev? Technically, Goose Island. Cause, no, because they retain part of their... Okay, in that case, InBev, like the, the portfolio she was offering was the InBev portion and not the... Okay. But they were marketing Like the 312 it. and the Matilda. Yes, they were both there. Um, one of the four tastings that she offered was their triple. And God bless her, and I don't want to judge, because I know that this would totally be me someday if I'm lucky. She was young and blonde and fit. Tell me more. And um, her name was Liz. 
Aww. There you go. Cute. Uh, not like Stockholm Liz. I mean, yes, like Liz, but not the same <laughs> Similar person. Similar name, but not the anyway, same person. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I walked up to the tasting table not intending to have anything to drink. What? Why would you do that? Because I Just suspected for sure. that for the four Goose Islands, chances were I probably had them all. That was all. And I knew that I was going somewhere else after, so it wasn't like a huge priority of mine. And I struck up a conversation with the gentleman standing there doing the tasting and I looked down and saw that I hadn't had the triple and I was like oh okay you know what I'll try the triple and she just looked so tickled to have someone to pour a beer for um, <laughs> so ah see <laughs> she's starting before to they sold out to imbev that would never been the case yeah right um, she started to describe a triple for me as I was drinking it You're and like, she's oh, like oh darling this is so good careful though it's nine percent and that's like so high and i looked <laughs> at her and i was like it's a triple nine percent it's kind of exactly what it should be like it's totally you're just like i was three and you haven't been here before yeah so working at jack's as i am right now we recently put a the weyerbacher merry monks on uh which i love it's a really nice first um, triple we bonded over ever exactly and it's 9.3 it's pretty potent and people will come in and they'll be like, oh my God, this is really good. Like, let me get another one, and let me get another one, and let me get another one. And we serve them in a slightly, I won't say undersized, but is we're not serving you 16 ounce? ounces or 12 yeah. ounces of it. It's, I think we did 10 ounces. Okay. Perfectly respectable amount. You're still getting a great, you know, bang for your buck. And they're like trying to order their fourth one. And I'm like, hey, just so you know, it's 9.3%. I'm not going to say you can't have another one. I'm just saying gonna mess you up <laughs> like it's well, especially strong. for the beer drinker that's like you get some people that, that are like yeah let's go for that that don't well, consistently drink it because i i mean yeah. not and every other beer we have on tap is like five, five maybe six, six yeah yeah that's why people aren't, aren't, aren't four, used to it that's why when i get the warning is like hey this is this is like nine percent and i'm like pretty much anything i drink anymore is on average nine if it's not seven or more i'm just kind of like why bother? The Craft House had Philadelphia Brewing Company make them their own beer. It's a 4.5% lager. And they're so Why proud of they the fact that it's a sessionable beer. And I was like, you you were really proud of that someone was going to make you a beer and you chose a 4.5% lager. I don't want any. I don't want a sample. I don't, I don't want any. A, it's I would a try lager. it just because it's new, but... I mean, if you're looking for something sessionable, get an IPA. Sure. I mean, Anniversary 19 from Victory, which we also got for free. Ooh. Yeah. What? You almost got the taste tonight. Almost. Until I came along. Almost? <laughs> until what? We could drink it after if you want. Okay. All right. Sold. Really? An IPA? I, I want to try it. Why not? He loves Victory. It's we bonded a, over Victory. What did I say? Never forget your first. Yeah. So. What was her name? <laughs> Her name was Anniversary 19, apparently. <laughs> Definitely not 19. Oh, <laughs> uh, so it's an I, I was say, it's, it's, oh, it's an IPM. <laughs> well, at first, I, afterwards saying it's an IPM, I'm like, oh, we may toss it up. I may have to, I have to try it simply off of principle and see if I It's a it. session ale. It's like, it's a, yeah, it's low ABV. It's, it's, so it shouldn't oh. be super hoppy. Okay. Okay. I, I wrote about it. For the paper like i knew what i was talking about but they sent me the thing three weeks later so it was too late to go back and change the podcasters are learning a secret their paper yeah, was, was a lie 
Vista.today. <laughs> it's um, a newspaper that is no paper involved. It's totally green. Oh. Ian, you're making a face. It's none of the faces you made before, so I need you to explain. Yeah, it's just a lot of rules. I know. I think there's only like one triple I can ever drink ever again. Carmelite. I know. Yeah. I get it. Our battle continues. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't. I don't know that I could accurately describe it as a triple. Like if I was doing a blind taste test, I could tell you it was Belgian. Mm -hmm. um, but it is so different. And for as much as we've read, like triple Carmelite is like one of the. It's the best. Except that the guy who the importer said it's not a true triple because it breaks the rules. Maybe that's why. Not I law so rules. Oh, uh, that would be different. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm leaving. I do, though. I, I enjoy it thoroughly. I. No, it's, a, it's definitely something I'm, I'm like, okay, I, it, for a triple, because I'm the same way. If I see a triple anywhere, a lot of breweries that I have explored has been based on um, when look I first. At the color. It doesn't have that, that champagne color. It, there's nothing about it that looks like the, the typical. Um, triple that we would expect. And it's not even as, as carbonated as a lot of the triples that we would expect. Mm -mm. But the reason that we bought it for, for the event, actually, you know what? We didn't do it for Evan. We did it for Nate in January. I knew it was more recent than that. Okay. Um, and it's because we've, we have a couple clients that over and over again, you know, we're learning their taste. And we're also, well, we also learning their the same thing. Yeah, we're learning their untapped lists, so we're trying to find some quality things that maybe they haven't run into before. So, for the course that we needed to triple, I decided that this would be a good way to mix it up a little bit. Hmm. It is good, and I do like the honey. I like. I just a lot of it. I think goes to the fact that Siamese Princess is my favorite pad thai because it's the first it's pad thai, the first I've ever pad thai had. you ever had. Mm. Uh, and so you can't shake that that's what it's supposed to taste like. But or at seriously, least some variation If you of that. close your eyes and if you just listen to the lavender and the honey and the, like, would you think of it as not a triple? Like, is there something that I could describe it as? Some hipster craft beer adjectives that would make you like <laughs> this better because it wouldn't be trying to identify as a triple? Probably. Well, I almost feel like it's still a Belgian. I think if someone, if someone were to, and if I were to say, someone put this in front of me without telling me what it is, and someone were to lie to me and just say, oh, this is just a Belgian ale with. It's just this beer that was really happy and foamy up top when it was opened, so you should enjoy <laughs> lapping that up. Go for it. Yeah, but it's, it, I said, this is pretty good. I, I know there's a couple of people I know that, uh, my friend Phil, um, he's not totally into craft beer. He's not a big, huge craft beer kind of guy, but. What kind of guy is he? Uh, well, he, he, he can appreciate some of them. Uh, I, I know Ian will be happy to hear that on his bachelor party at Eulogy, I got him some triple Carmelite. Um, because he's like, he, he says pretty much his descriptions of what he likes. He says he likes a little bit lighter flavor or like at least something that's going to be lighter color. He likes the light amber. He knows that's going to be at least a flavor-wise he's going to akin to based, based on color-wise. And I go, well, there's certain beers that are that color that I know, no. Uh, but there's certain beers I know that are that color that I can point you to. So I point him to such beers and those are a couple. And this would be something I would point him to, to him and he'd be like, this is really good. I could enjoy this. I had the Blanche de Brussels today. Blanche de Brussels? Yes. It was lovely. 
quite nice. It was. It's four and a half percent. It's a Belgian wit. It's a little sweet. Um, the tap handle is wildly inappropriate from a place that. Nah. Well, I only say that because the same place will take arrogant bastard. And did you see the I menu? I did see that. Yeah, and I was like, really? Yeah, I thought it was a little ridiculous. What are they called? They they no, they put arrogant and then B and then a whole bunch of stars and like. It was like B A star star T, or. B, star, star, T, star, R, There were like four letters of bastard there, yeah. and the rest of them were all it's like, stars. It's like, oh. So here's the thing. It's like, bastard's not even a curse word. No. It's become that like, hey, you bastard, don't you do that to me. But like, bastard just means a thing. Yep. And whatever. <laughs> but as, as I was drinking it, Ian pointed out that that's what Hogarden and Blue Moon want to be. And that was a great way for me to wrap my brain around, yeah, because they're not even close. They might be the same style of beer, but taste-wise, they're really not holding a candle to what the Blanche de Brussels was. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. And it was not, I think it was $6 a pint or something, because like, it really wasn't that expensive. It's not an unreasonable amount. No, not at all. That's why I like the music venue uh, Union Union Transfer in Philly, the new one that used to be the Spaghetti Warehouse. Mm -hmm. yes. They get a lot of like. I haven't been. It's a, honestly, it's a. <clears throat> my buddy called me up one day and said, "Hey, would you like to come to this concert?" And I saw. Um, actually, and you're like, "Oh, it's country. I'll be there." Oh, keep trying. Losing points. Keep trying. Okay. I was doing so Thank good you. there for a minute. For those of you that can't view, the professor threw a bottle cap. The oh, score in, in the glass! Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> ruining my triple with your... Nope. Oh, oh I thought it. it went in. I thought it went in. That's what so she close. said. <laughs> but, yeah. um, oh, no, she said, <laughs> she I thought it went... Either oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to Union Transfer, and one of the uh, pleasantries, I would have said, as far as beer is concerned, they have a, you know, that, that kind of decent that I'm trying list of beers, you know, Magic Hat number nine, they had Golden Monkey, they had a couple other things. Is that but trying at this point, or is that like copying <coughs> your Magic Hat number neighbor? nine makes me roll my eyes like nobody's business. I'm like... I feel like that's like looking off your neighbor's test. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yes. For a concert venue, I'm kind of, that's, that's the best you're going to get aside from like, here's 16 ounces of Bud for $17. But you walk in there, and a lot of the, they mind you, this was also a couple years ago when they first had opened. So I don't know what their beer selection has been since. It's but, now sixty minute. But it was, but it was stuff like yeah. But it, it was. It was a five. It was only like five dollars for like a bottle, like a standard price. It wasn't like some absurd high cost. Which and I'm is like, great for a venue. Yeah, that's why they're not I, charging thirteen dollars for a. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, and I went, okay, I could go here and describe at least a beer that's not Bud Miller or Coors Light and not be charged absurdly and still enjoy an awesome concert because the venue itself was very, very cool. Neat. Side note with beer and music. Do you want to describe the next beer while we finish this one? Because you're so excited. Your eyes are full of vibrancy. And I don't know anything about this next beer, except that I've never had it before. I'm super excited for it, kind it of, because it was a gift beer. My um, favorite day of the year, actually. Officially, now, no pressure, is the 23rd of December. Is that bad? No. Okay. I mean, it's a little weird. Christmas Eve Eve? The eve of the Christmas Eve. It is the day that we go around and take 
Christmas gifts to all of our favorite bartenders. It's an aggressive cork. Um, but there's just something about it. Like, I even worked all day, a full day. I didn't get off early with, you know, best case scenario. Like, today, I was done at 2.30. Yay, it's a Friday. Um, but on the 23rd, I still worked till 5 o'clock. And yes. it was still, it's still my favorite day of the year. Because we go around and we just spread. It's the same reason I hate getting Christmas gifts. It doesn't matter how old I get. I hate getting Christmas gifts. But you like giving them. Sure do. Which is why I love the 23rd of December. It's better to give than to receive. So we gave uh, out bottles of beer and truffles to some bars that we like to go to. And one of them knew that we were coming. And they like trumped us. Because ah. <laughs> they went downstairs real quick and they were like, hey got this for you and it wasn't like hey we found this bottle downstairs and brought it for you like it was in a gift bag with our names on it it was very nice and it was from cal who has guest starred with us once Tria Cal. once upon a time uh and this is the brooklyn black ops Ooh. which is a stout aged in bourbon barrels it is 11.6 percent you're welcome oh you right me. i feel like if you if you run your hand down his chest right now he'll purr <laughs> Ooh, the beard. I didn't think of the beard. That's a good one. Uh, and Girlfriend Kathy knows. <laughs> you can never never would I be later. disappointed to receive a gift of beer, but when he first gave it to me, I was like, oh, what a nice bottle of this beer that I've already had, because I thought it was just the Brooklyn Black. Yes. Uh, but, but like in a bigger bottle. And then I read it, and I was like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I think, I think this is basically like the narwhal of yes. Brooklyn Brewing Company. So the narwhal is the uh, Sierra Nevada's Imperial Stout, aged in bourbon barrels. It's the one Jason seemed wildly underwhelmed by, unfortunately. Which I was very pleased with. Yeah. Girlfriend Kathy enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. I, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. She super, enjoyed it a lot more. Boozy, but as we said, sure. yeah, it was definitely super boozy for that one i definitely I, it was I think good that's but it a was really important line because i love beer but i also love like whiskey and bourbon and so i don't mind because you're a goddamn adult <laughs> i don't mind beer that walks that line i think jason prefers them to have he's a very black and white person he wants them to have a corner like where are you gonna fall well and he likes scotch but i think if he's if he likes <clears throat> scotch he wants to be drinking scotch yes he doesn't want to drink beer that makes him think of scotch and i could probably fall a um, little in between that thought and jason because when i i've ever since <laughs> <laughs> ever did you just pass out ever since uh no i just got drunk ever since surprise surprise i'm gonna bring it up again that i'm finally gonna have a freaking aged bottle on my wedding dark intrigue i've been bourbon aged what's fanatic. dark intrigue <laughs> shut up never heard of it um <laughs> Uh, go, go, go back to the last 17 <laughs> for podcasts. every podcast you've ever been on. Um, it's okay. okay. Let, her, let her have some. Come on. <laughs> for God's sake, she's but, been sitting so quietly and patiently. <laughs> so, um, I think I could light my nostril hair from fire with this. <laughs> I, so I've been, ever since that beer, I've gone through several different varieties of bourbon-aged beer. I've gone through a whole bunch. There's been, uh, I, I've pretty much gone through the the. The two scales I have are the Dark Intrigue and the Stonewall, Stonewall Stout. <laughs> My birthday's coming up. I get this back. Um, There's a little more. So the uh, Stonewall Stout was one of the first bourbon aged beers I had where it was just all booze. It pretty much just tasted like a thick glass of bourbon. So I'm just kind of like, mm. okay. I, it's, 
as much as I like that, I'm going, can I just have a glass of bourbon by that point? So I, I almost want kind of a balance. I like ones that are right in the middle. Well, and you have to realize that as much as breweries and bottles might tout the fact that they are bourbon barrel aged, bourbon, just like every other alcohol that we've encountered, has there's good bourbon and there's bad bourbon. And you don't know what bourbon barrel. You don't know what barrel that was aged in. So that can... The quality of the beer going in and then the quality of the barrel that's happening both matter. And it seems very rare that they will say, hey, this is from a, you know, Jack Daniels barrel or from a Evan Williams barrel. <laughs> or I've seen it both We're ways. about to see I've a prenup happen before our eyes. It's <laughs> beer, I'm sure of it. <laughs> She's not getting half yet. <laughs> that was awesome. She's running to get a glass. Any glass, Kathy, all the glasses, just bring it. Oh. Now, I have seen, I've seen both ways, where it's just aged in bourbon barrels, or I've seen, hey, it's aged in this kind of barrel. Uh, and I don't think that it, not that it doesn't matter, because it does. But it's. good for you? <laughs> That'll get us in the I next did. five minutes. <laughs> That's I'm stealing some of hers now. She got more than I did. Well, she's like she was way cuter than you. All right. I'm prettier. That's true. I mean, though you would look lovely in coral, no matter what anybody <laughs> says. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh. You would look tan in uh. coral. <laughs> so, let me bring it back to beer. Real quick. <laughs> As we discuss Irish guys and looking tan in coral. Uh, Yes, go back yes. to beer, please. Fix it. This is delightful. So I'm, I'm going to make this like a segue. I'm going to make this relevant. Brooklyn, to me, is kind of like the younger brother of Sam Adams. That's what I was going to say. Really? Was it? <laughs> or something along those lines? So I feel like Sam Adams, like, they reinvented beer. They did a great job. And then... They Brooklyn, got surpassed. Well, yeah, sure, fine. I don't disagree. I was just, but like Brooklyn is a is a brewery that we've had, we featured a number of times, and we've been mostly underwhelmed, occasionally very impressed. Uh, I actually, I do like the Brooklyn Black or their, the chocolate. The yep. Um, what was their, they, they, had a, they had an ale that was aged. They had an anniversary ale that we had, the silver anniversary. Yep. Which we had for cousin Max's birthday. Birthday. There was a logger. You, there's the four of us. Yeah. Yes. That was, that was a, a hot mess of a podcast. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> yeah. Life lesson. Oh come on. Great party. Cousin bad Max podcast. and I were talking Great about party. that. Great party. Bad podcast. Yeah. But no, but there was there was no there was also one that was a raspberry that I actually got for my thirtieth birthday. I actually got two bottles of it from two separate people that were just like Rich might Rich likes beer. Let's get let's get this. And they had the Are they the one that the did, Ace? Yes, the uh, Sriracha Ace. Yeah. So like they have, and I think that's that's the big the big difference between them and Sam Adams. Yeah, I do. So all of Brooklyn's like regular stuff is like it's fine. Yeah, you made a lager, you made an IPA. I don't even know if they make an IPA. They make some like really basic, fine regular beers. But then they also make stuff like this, which is like what. They're kind of like Firestone Walker, I guess, where like their regular beers suck. Yep. <laughs> Except for like 
the double jack and but a double is not a regular beer right. anymore. It's their not a their regular case beer. of their mixed case of beer was oh, horrible. We were wildly wildly disappointed. Oh, I I don't doubt it because I've I've had I got the um. Was it the velvet thirty one. No, was it was it the velvet Merkin? What is it? The, oh, that was uh, delightful. The velvet no, no, no. Merlin. Yes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> No, there was there was one other one that, that was, was the like best a, of the four that we had. There was our, one that was yeah. their standard that I guess I was holding up to the the. My problem is I, I at the time when it only had their anniversary. When you're used to Parabola, their anniversary. Well, I've not had the Parabola. I need to have. I need to you have need this beer. I, I haven't had Parabola life. since the first podcast. I need. That we featured it on. I found out the release date. I retweeted a Photoshop picture of Wayne from Wayne's World going, "It will be mine." Oh yes, it will be mine, and tweeted it at them saying, "This shit is going down." What did we have on New Year's Eve that one time? Sakuba. Oh, it was Sakuba. Sakuba. Okay. Parabola we featured on a podcast like maybe in the first twenty. It was so good. Which I. So I'm glad you say Sakuba because I was I was just at the it's Greeks. Not, it's actually not what it's called. It's I know. Sakuba. It's Sakuba because like it's abacus backwards or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like I'm calling it Sakuba because it's I'm drinking it but it's also taking my it's soul. Just, it reminds yeah it reminds me of a succubus which is why I say it that yeah, way. Yeah, same thing. Um, but, but it's not how. But it's parabola. Two performing guys. So for the normal gentlemen, they probably don't think that. But yeah. But but that thing is I, at the time with the regular Firestone Walkers regular beers, I'd only had especially their anniversary beers, which are just out of this world. Uh huh. And so going to that, I'm just like, yeah, this is okay. So let me you know, bring that full circle, it blew my mind when I was reading about Victory chose to make their anniversary 19 a session IPA. So I'm used to the Firestone Walkers, and now, you know, that we know... Well, most anniversary beers tend to, or seem to be, boozy, high ABV, usually a stout, usually aged in something. Blend celebration. of some kind, yeah. Because it's like, let's go. Like, and like, so, A, I think it's kind of cool that they were like, no. They're like, you want to drink a six-pack because it's damn fine. So I guess here's my, my issue with it is the Firestone, I don't know, 13, what, which anniversary do I have? The 12th? No, I thought we were at like 17. 16, 16 17, 16. whatever I think it is. I the 16. I, I'll never be able to find that beer again. They made a session IPA. They can make that anytime they want. Sure. So it's like, it's not rare. They just decided to make it rare. Uh, whereas Firestone, and have an anniversary twenty, but who knows what it'll be? Right, and it it could be another session IPA. It could be the same session IPA. It won't be, hopefully. Since we have talked so much about Sam Adams in this episode, can I discuss this for a hot second? Oh yeah, what's that? Um, I know it. Just pulled that out of your pocket. Uh, it's been sitting here waiting for me the whole time to pay attention. <laughs> it's to the it. craziest looking bottle I've ever seen. It's. Pretty awesome, actually. I'll put a picture on our Facebook. <coughs> oh, no, um, so this is a bottle. It is a blue bottle. If we're keeping track of light like passing a through, is it ten ounce bottle? Maybe. I mean, it's not even. It's so tiny. I bet it's twelve. <laughs> and it had a cork. I asked. There was no cage, and there was no wax. And the only reason I say that is. Is from 1994. It was a Brew Reserve Sam Adams bottle, and it has like the Sam Adams signature in gold on the front. And it was a triple bock, which, admittedly, I know what a doppelbock tastes like. I don't know what a triple bock tastes like, but I'm gonna guess it's the you know, it's a bock up a notch. Uh, so my boss gave me this. I guess he was cleaning out his basement, 
Uh, oh, it's 8.45 fluid ounces, so it is a very small bottle. 94. Yeah. Wow. Um, it has a little bit of a Thick cork bass. broken off in the top, and he said that he would like pull the cork out and drink a sip or two, and then put the cork back in, and That's eventually. Weird. Uh, well, it's I guess it's a weird a way to drink straw. a beer. Whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, especially eight ounces of a beer. It's not like it should take you that long to drink eight ounces. But at the bottom, and you can see that the color is different. There's definitely a big fat residue, and he said that there's there a lot was, of sediment. Yeah. Yeah, there was a good like three ounces that he didn't drink, and then it all evaporated. Evaporated. So he he brought it to me and said, "Wait." You know good brewers and you're all about beer, right? Can you just add water to that and then taste it and then have someone recreate it? No. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Like, you know, this isn't the pyramids and we're not <laughs> dogfish head. That's not. We could, we could probably bring it to. So here, we could probably bring it to dogfish head and be like, hey, Sam, could you remake this? And he's like, yes, but also I could just go talk. To, to Sam Adams to, and find out yeah, how he made Sam it. Yeah, Sam Adams and be like, "Hey, you still got that recipe?" And I don't know. I'm he's sure been pretty angry at other breweries recently, That's so true. he's been. Uh, yeah, but him, him and Sam are really good friends. Oh, are they? They're Sam and Sam are. Sam uh, and Sam. Sam Caglione and Sam, Sam, Sam Couch. Sam Couch. Jim, isn't it Jim Couch? Or Jim Couch. It's Jim yeah. Couch. Yeah. We'll call him yeah. Sam. Why not? Why not? Because he's Sam. Sam Adams. Adams. <laughs> I just think it's crazy. Right, I think that was oh, more about the. <laughs> but anyway, I so I have one and only one horse in this race, and that is Berlin. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give him this bottle and see if he cares to do anything with it. And if his answer is y'all are crazy, then that's cool. Um, cause as my boss was telling the story, I realized he was you know like a whopping 23 years old at the time. So <coughs> I I was 12. According to Untapped, this is an 18% ABV. Wouldn't wow. surprise me. I mean, box can get pretty syrupy, so I can only fathom that if you make it a triple. Wow. No wonder he was having a couple sips at a time. That was, like, quite Even a cordial. Even so. I know. By then, I mean, if you're, you figure 23, he's still just getting off the hurricane train, drinking that stuff. I mean, this is some Here serious beer. Oh, 17%. The Sam Adams triple box from 1994 was 17%. Which, can you imagine in 1994 having a 17% beer? So that was the beer we had wow, tonight. That's insane. Was 17%. He right, and we all think, we're like, we all sit up and we're like, wow, that's, that's a beer that we're drinking. And we all recognize that three years ago, 7% beer was like, whew, that's, that's a strong beer. And now 7% is like, eh, it's like, eh, whatever. 7% is like, that's my Miller Lite. Yeah, but... I'd like to think all of those things without the old man face. I want to drink this beer oh, for reals. I know. But uh, thank I you. I might make an old lady face, but I'm no. not going to make an old man face. Well, thanks to uh, Girlfriend Kathy's uh, research, as she's our producer always when she comes to do the podcast, we found the Brooklyn other uh, barrel-aged beer that I was trying to figure out. And it was there. Oh, and I lost it again. Ugh, hey, worst. I'm trying. She's hired. You're fired. I know. I'm totally gone. fired. Why don't we actually Wild Streak? There. I know. Seriously. She, she's she's always she the backup. She can't get here without you. And well, that's true. She just that's, shakes her head no, though. I'm her chauffeur. No, it was it was Brooklyn's Wild Streak, which was um, a Belgian ale aged in bourbon barrels. I had two bottles of that for my birthday, and they actually did I did I bring one up I'd here? I'd like them to make a, a Wild Creek. Oh. 
Sounds like you should be like whitewater rafting on a wild Yeah, stream. but it would be like a, a sour cherry, like strong. In bourbon barrels? Sure. I, I would be down for that. Could you put some ice cream in it and call it dessert? I mean, I've been doing bourbon barrel aged cherries. Right? Well, not barrel aged, but oh my God. Bourbon but aged cherries. Imagine. But Could I get a tiny little cast? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, no. You know how they sell those, the like the wooden Agent cores? Yeah. Yes. No, Fair does that. Oh my you God, can I do this with that. cherries? Yeah. Can I just like fill a keg of cherries and then drop one of those things in it? And then Science. have all of the sorority girls come over in white t-shirts and just make a big old bourbon cherry mess. You're just selling this more for him, by the way. <laughs> Don't you know that? You're like, and all the sorority girls are just going to come over and you're going to see their chests and cherries and there's nothing wrong at you're all. Gonna, point. You're going to pop so many cherries that night, you're not going to know what to do with yourself. He's going to pit so many cores, it's ridiculous. He's not um, disappointed at all. But no, they're, they're, no they're, when we're talking about Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn's barrel-aged kind of stuff in comparison to uh, like a Firestone Walker, uh, their wild streak was really good. Awesome. Uh, it had a great it had a great sweetness to it. It was lighter because it was they had an ale. It was like a Belgian style ale that was bourbon aged, and it just was really kind of it was smooth. And I was I was glad I had two bottles of it because I just opened one bottle thinking, okay, as we discussed, you know, Brooklyn being the kind of like step cousin of Sam Adams, I'm kind of like, all right, let me. I'm like, I'll just pop it open. It's Brooklyn. I've enjoyed a couple of their beers, but it's not anything that blew me away. But that was really really good. Although this. Definitely tops it. I like it. I like it even more because it's not overwhelming. It's it's kind of oh. like the beer we had this afternoon, actually. Which is the Avery Uncle Jacob's Stout. Oh, I got them stocked away. At 16.9%. Oh, glorious. So I find this to be very similar. Well, not very similar, but it shares a lot of characteristics. Uh, it's not... It's not heavy. It's not super it's not boozy viscous. on the nose. Yep. It's not like overly sweet. It's not... I find this to be much more pleasant, actually, um, much more... Than the Avery, or...? Yes. Um, the Avery was delicious, and I truly enjoyed it. However, this one is more approachable. It's not as extreme. And, I mean, there's a 5% ABV difference. That's pretty significant. 0.5%. I'm sorry. Is this one 17? Oh, you're right. The other one was way heavier. Yeah. Well, this one too. Well, this one I can, uh, as as you're saying, with some of the different ones, because uh, as of recently, as I as I posted, I got to enjoy some Bourbon County from Goose Island on tap in Chicago, which was an absolute delight for me. This Best is shot to get it on tap is out there. Oh, I was so happy, and I feel bad that I can't I like mention the lovely bar. In my basement. I looked at the rep, and I she's like, "Oh, have you had the triple?" And I said, "No." And then as I'm sipping it, I said, "Have you had the Illinois?" Which all I hear in my head is Illinoisi, because that's what you call it. Illinoisi. It was so good. And she goes, no, where does one get that? And I'm thinking, it was amazing. It was the best part of my trip to Illinois. Like, no. That Goose Island. Which, by the way, so I think, speaking of the professor's basement, we're still supposed to be doing the, uh, what was that, the, the Goose Island podcast, where it's the one-year, two-year, three-year test that a, Is that a thing? Oh, that was that was a discussion, and I I, I, I raised my hand. I'm, I'm very sure high. I've forgotten all about it. I um, and this that's this is your reminder. Um, <laughs> Luckily, all of our listeners and Rich Lee are all keeping track of the fact that you made him a promise. That's right. <laughs> Ladies, I make promises all the time. <laughs> so right now, 
show us the curl and then try to make it a promise again. There we yes. go. Whoosh. All right. I'm not going to ask you your favorites. I think we were all pretty clear. Uh, however. Wait, were we? Ian, would mm. you like to commit to something? <laughs> oh! It's definitely not the love rules, but it's kind of a toss-up between the other two. I was super pleased with the second showing of a triple IPA that I've ever had. That's great. Does that mean you're going to pick one? <laughs> no, I guess, uh, okay, so the Brooklyn Black Ops is very, very good. Not as... I. I like more of the narwhal, where like you take a sip of it and it is you like you're drinking bourbon. bourbon. I love so bourbon. I think you want it to taste want, more like bourbon. I want if, if it's aged in bourbon barrels, I want to be drinking bourbon that tastes like beer, kind of. Uh, and this is not that. This is beer that tastes of Warmth wood that could be in a bourbon barrel. Barrel aging, yeah. I, I'll admit to that. As, as from what we've drank tonight. This is definitely my favorite. It is probably if I were trying to if I were trying to get someone into like a barrel aging beer, this is kind of a nice start because it, it is not as aggressive as the narwhal where it's really coming at you. But I almost for me from where I've gotten to with uh, all the varying degrees of bourbon barrel aged beers that I've tried, I want a little I want a little bit more. I want it to fight me a little bit more. This it's isn't this isn't much so, as much fighting me as it's like. Yeah, cool. Here's some flavor. How okay, you doing? Friend, this why is going to sound terrible <laughs> because you guys know me. I think to the average person, they wouldn't think that. It's got a little of the Chardonnay-y thing going on. Like you can. Uh, is, it, is it too buttery for you? No, but what I mean is like you can drink the wine and feel the oak. But mm. unlike when you're drinking like the Narwhal where you drink the beer and, you know, you're you punching. the bourbon. Yes, exactly. So you've got the, the hints of the bourbon, like you would in a Chardonnay, um, but without it being as strong and complimentary as you would expect in a typical barrel-aged So it basically seems like my taste buds are right in between the both of you. Is It seems like when it comes to, to bourbon-aged beers, because... I thought it was delightful. I think Jason would freaking love it because it's not so boozy. So I will say I've, I was... Fortunately and happily gifted a bottle of the same thing on my birthday at Tria, which I thought was funny. That is funny. Um, so I will I will certainly save uh, some of it for Jason. I also wonder, you know, a year or two, five from now, how will that taste? Yeah. A year or two. I'm starting to think that beers should not be aged quite as long as I originally thought. I think... It depends on the beer. I think the, like, two to five... Year is like the happy spot. Well, it's well, not I, wine, you know. Well, yeah, I had the experiment with the curio that I don't. I don't know if I discussed in the podcast before, where I had the curio and uh, a buddy of mine who who is an avid, who's a hardcore avid beer fan, brews his own. My buddy Gill's very very into it. Uh, he said it's like a friend of his was like, hey, it's two years for curio. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna be patient, which is why one of the podcasts where we had curio. Uh, are you curio? Are you Pod- podcast was helping me. Great freaking name, by the way. I I, I was like, uh, thank you for this podcast. It's allowing me to keep that in my closet because right. I'm enjoying it now. And I had it at the two year mark. We had some friends over, uh, girlfriend Kathy and I, and we ha- I had everyone try it. And this is where actually I I'd spread the love of good beer, where uh, my buddy Brad, who's uh, a a very uh, he's a foodie. He's a big he's a big cook. We love Cigar Brad. aficionado. 
cigar aficionado, and he was drinking crap beer. And I'm like, you, your, your palate is good everywhere else. Why is it not here on What's beer? What's wrong with you? So I introduced him to this, and he later yelled at me saying, thank you for making my fridge more expensive. But I had broke out the Curio because it was, all right, right at two years. It was a day after the two-year mark. And everyone else loved it. I drank it, and I thought it mellowed too much. Mm. I thought it was kind of like flattened out, and I was like... Did it have any carbonation left at that point? It did. I just felt like the like I wasn't getting the flavor like right off the bat in the bottle. And now I can say too that I that I've had it on draft too, which draft is a lot more dangerous because it's a lot mellower. I had it on draft. No, the first time I had it on draft was at Monks, and it was like I almost like it felt like I did a shot of whiskey. <laughs> then I don't know if maybe this place we went we were at, uh, girlfriend Kathy and I were at a, a, a pub called Drake's in Jenkintown, and they had it on tap. And the waitress was like, we have Allagash Cure, and I was like, Curio, there you go. And she was like, oh, okay. So I was helping her out, and she brought it into me, and it was very, it was very light. I think it's so smooth on draft. It was smooth. So also in conversations with Allagash Susie, they've changed their recipe up, and the time that I had it was eight years ago. Mm. So... The it time was you had it, how was eight years ago? On draft at Monks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now it was. But it I was mean, Tria has light. it pretty often, like a keg a year. No, no, no. But like, the, I think the way they made it back then was yeah. just it was boozier. Because I've never had it like that again, and I don't think it was that I was new to beer. I think it was like, whoa. Sure. And I feel like I would almost want it like that That's because how I, this exactly because, how I want it because from what I had in the bottle, it has a little more bite to it. And I almost want—I almost want a little bit of that bite because it, it kind of reassures, like, all right, here's the start, here's the flavor. And I—I I have an aging bottle in my wine fridge right now. If you want to go take a look and decide if you want some, it's your birthday soon. <laughs> That's true, Brent. Be day. All right, listeners, I'm but sorry. Our stories are important, but your time is also. So uh, my two cents, as We're fast as, you off. as fast as I can throw it out, is I frankly liked all three. Yes. Um, Cards against humanity. Yeah, that's happening. Um, I'm going to go, ah, wow, with the Brooklyn and then the LaRules and then the Sumatra, but I truly enjoyed them all. So that was just my very quick rundown. So cool. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Beer Mistress. Uh, I'm at Dashing underscore Rogue, and I'm going to go Simtra, Black Ops, and then the LaRules. I, I knew you were a meh about LaRule, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, and the the Black Ops is excellent, but it have had better... The fact that the Simtra, though, costs half as much as the Black Ops is significant to me when you're like looking yeah, at Yeah, you know how I feel about costs. <laughs> I do. If it's worth it, it's worth it. And at Richly Deserved, uh, L-E-E, I of course. I love that. I know. Whenever you pop up on my Twitter feed, I'm so excited. <laughs> and I only say that because I've got like, I don't know... 50-some hundred followers. 4,000. I'm like, damn, beer mistress, you kicking it up a notch. I Someone asked me that Bam. recently, and I was like, two things. Number one, girls and beer. That's attractive. And number two. Yeah, it's sexy. Twitter contests. It does amazing things for your followers. But, of course, I'm going to say, surprise, surprise, Black Ops Black is, is winning number one. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I'll throw out a, uh, you know, I'll be a little different. I'll say a tie. Oh, no, I'll say a tie. Ah. I'll say a tie. Here's what's going. 
one. Oh, you were hoping so bad. I, I, oh, I know. I know. He, he was up because because it. the fact is I'm not gonna go as much as I can. I, I will suggest this to my friends that I know dig IPAs and say, if you're looking for something that's a nice beer to kind of sit with, definitely there'll be knee deep in it. Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Yep. And uh, but it's like I it's a bounce between the two because if I'm gonna pick for myself. It's going to be the triple, but it wasn't an IPA that turned me off. So Touche. I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Good work, guys. Hoo-ah. Happy almost birthday, Richley. Yeah. We probably won't have you back before your birthday. That's all right. But it's what happens. Girlfriend but Kathy, we'll think about you. Thank you for producing. You're always welcome. <laughs> Until Pull next up. time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. Rick and Rich. And the professor. We'll see you then. And girlfriend Kathy.